Hi guys, welcome to episode number 12. This episode is covering off body image and body checking. So we wanted to discuss a little bit in this episode about some of the key things that we see come up with clients that are um, sort of common issues, if you like, to do with body image and some basic advice on how to potentially help um, with body image or certainly not harm with body image as well as talking a little bit about the effects of social media um, and just some considerations on sort of key things that we see people do wrong. So there are a few things to cover off in this episode. Um, I think it's a very important one because everybody has body image. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. It's always variable, so everybody variable. Everybody's body image changes um, depending on their mood and how they're feeling. Um, and it's something that I think a lot of people struggle with at certain times. Certainly a lot of clients have come to us with a weight loss goal. Um, it's pretty common to, to see some sort of uh, like issues with it or certainly want to work on improving it. And it can be seen as something that, much like your mental health, you don't have to have issues with your mental health per se to then want to try and improve it or, or certainly even to just look after it as well. So that's some of the things we're going to want to cover off on today. So um, the first one we want to talk about is social media um, rise in sort of body acceptance and also talking a little bit about body shaming and comparison that goes with it. So social media has a big impact on all of our body image. Um, how would you say that like it influences some of the clients you speak to and some of the issues they come up with that are connected to in some way social media? I think it's quite an interesting like kind of start point for this because it has been like a massive rise. Like you see like lots of like night adverts and the kind of making it just more acceptable to have like plus size models and all that kind of chat around that. So it is something that is a very important thing I think to be more social aware of. And then within clients is this whole kind of not grey area, but it's just it's tough to kind of sometimes find where you sit. As you say, when we have clients coming to us for fat loss, are they kind of you know anti like the body shaming movement if they're wanting to deficit and look leaner it's that kind of i feel quite yeah. kind of tough to bunkle to the, to start with if that makes sense yeah this there. is this is a really key one yeah so what what i think we're just trying to say there as well is like obviously as a coach there's always this sort of conundrum right because what we want to do for our clients is we want to be body positive in the sense that we want to make sure that like our clients feel as good as they possibly can in their own bodies. What we don't want as coaches be like, oh, hi, Janet, you'll look even better if you lose weight. Like that, that's that's one of those things where it's like, well, that's almost us pushing potentially our biases onto them, for example. As in like, you'll be happier if you're- Yeah, exactly, which, <laughs> which, which is tricky, of course, because this is true like um, in, in studies that they do show like at the upper end, sort of into higher BMIs when we're talking about into obesity, um, for example, we know that like body image is typically lower and we know that losing some weight does allow for better body image totally. however when we start to look at into that kind of healthy ranges where we're maybe that upper end of healthy which is maybe that place where you think oh i want to be a little bit leaner because i'd feel a bit more comfortable in my clothes like this might be a little bit different and, and that's where there's two things to this my, my my stance as a coach is this is that we have to respect like body autonomy which is that our clients get to choose what they want to do with their bodies that that's obviously a key uh, sort of premise of our coaching and we also at the same time want to be body positive and, and a good way of looking at it this way is like it's all well and good saying like okay like you should just accept your body is and not lose fat but we know that that's not always healthy whether whether we want to um, accept it or not the research is pretty strong on that that being within a healthy body weight range 
is, is probably a good thing, right? We know that on average. But what we don't want to do is heap loads of pressure on ourselves and damage um, our self-worth, our self-esteem, those things over it. But equally, it's okay to accept that actually it's good that we want to be, or in some way it's positive potentially, to be within healthy body weight ranges and have a bit of fat loss. So that's one of the things as coaches. We are we work with a lot of clients who want to lose weight. We'll be straight up about that. We yeah. help a lot of our clients I, lose weight. I think that's as well we on that, like it's a very important like kind of fact about having a coach to help you along with that because as you say, the kind of knee-jerk reaction is to go, all right, I want to lose weight. I'll be happy if I lose weight. And then when you lose the weight, you feel just the same, if not sometimes worse. So it's, it's, it's really important, I feel, to have like a plan in place, like we chatted about in previous episodes, where you have like set kind of diet blocks and ma- set maintenance blocks, sorry. And you're aware of like this being your kind of long-term plan. It's not just right, plan A, hit the goal, lose weight, and you know, I'll be everything's fixed, sorted. Everything's sorted. So that's yeah. where you have to, as Cameron's saying, like kind of question if that's really what you want, question like why you're doing it, if it's for the right reasons, because sometimes people will, as you say, get to that point where, I mean, we all, like our weights all fluctuate as humans, like you wouldn't be the same weight as you were when you're 10 years old, like we adapt, we grow, we move, and it does fluctuate with week to week, day to day, month to month. Um, So if you're not kind of looking at where that's going for your future, if you do need to lose a bit of weight, if you are, as Cameron said, in that kind of upper range of your BMI and wanting to come back to a more healthier range, then that is completely fine. And, a, a, you know, a good thing to do is to get a coach to help with that and to move into that goal to, to lose your weight. So that's completely fine. But I think it is important to have that kind of, as I was saying, kind of set ranges, set blocks, set time frames to, yeah, to do that and make sure you're doing it for the, the kind the of right correct reasons. reasons, which are individual and completely independent to each person yeah but there are good reasons and bad reasons to i think yeah change your and, body and all, all these things are like it's always like it's that thing classically as a coach we we always hear where like your goal is your goal and that's what we support you with so we do have a lot of weight loss clients and their goal is obviously to lose weight what wouldn't be good is if i came to murder or murder like i say to murder right i've got a wedding and i want to lose six or seven kilos so i feel a bit more comfortable in my dress and murder says you're fine as you are that's yeah. it yeah. Uh, like, uh, I, I'm going to be like well I'm not going to work with him the point is this is that what you want is you want that balance and that, that's where as coaches we come in and we're like okay well that's fine we, we try and figure out a little bit more about why our clients want to lose that weight and then how do we because it's, it's not even just always about the reasons to lose weight because the reasons to lose weight are generally quite obvious like all of us like want to lose weight typically in some way because it makes it they think it'll make us feel more confident more comfortable in our bodies more comfortable in our clothes um it can affect affect all areas of our life right it affects our sex life it affects like our personal life it affects sometimes or even our work life because if you're you know feeling comfortable and confident it, it can bleed through to other yeah, things totally. so and, and that's obviously really important but you've got to you've got to balance that out with like as i say it's not just the reasons that matter it's the approach that matters so the reason we're talking about this is that it's very important that when it comes to things like body image we do we almost have like a positive approach so it's like okay well i'm losing weight i'm also getting fitter and stronger every day like i'm feeling really good in myself i feel more energetic i feel this what we don't want to do is approach it where it's very a to b like oh, like, I still need to lose this. I still need to be this. I'm still not here. I must get down. I'll be happy when I get down. And, and that almost approaches the issue. Now, you could have two clients. One client is get, wants to lose five kilos for the wedding and the second client wants to lose five kilos for the wedding. And, and if client A has that approach of, like, I want to get five kilos down, but I also want to get stronger and fitter and, like, I'm going to feel better each week as I go along and I'm going to, like, gradually feel better. And do you know what? If I don't hit five kilos for that wedding, like, I'm still going to feel a lot better even if I've lost three or four. And then client B is like, if I don't lose all that weight, I'm going to feel rubbish. 
If I'm not five kilos down, I'm going to be so disappointed. Those are two very different mindsets for the exact same totally. goal. Yeah, that's a good point. And, yeah. and most people sit between those. Some, some people, you're going to be a bit, a bit of both. But that's a really important thing to, to touch on. So let, let's touch on the, the social media thing in a bit more detail because we obviously wanted to discuss a little bit about that. So social media, um, you, we talked about obviously how, how it influences um, sort of like our clients and, and that. What, what would you say are the main influences you see? Have you ever had a conversation with a client where you felt like social media has maybe influenced their expectations around weight loss? Yeah, I think it's a, a, it's maybe quite a controversial point to put on the podcast, but I remember having a chat, this is going back a good few years, on, because it was, as I say, very near that kind of time of the, the movement and with Nike's kind of plus size models and whatnot coming out. And it's interesting because some people can actually go the complete again it's a a controversial point but they can kind of go the opposite way when they see this kind of body acceptance which is great and i'm not saying it's it's kind of like fat shame or anything like that but sometimes people that do need to lose the weight can kind of not rest in the morals of that but you know you maybe need to give them a bit more of a nudge to be like this is wonderful like accept your body how it is but there are some times where it is like good just to go on for for health reasons and not to ignore those And, and i'm not coming across as a dick saying that, I'm not saying that you have to again lose weight to be healthy. That's not yeah, and like, it's not kind of it's not a reflection coaches. of morality. I think this no. is a really important thing. Like we we obviously work with all different people, and like we the thing we care least about is like how what what their um like the, their body is their body, totally, right? Like totally. that's not that's not how you judge a good friend or a bad friend. Like it's not that's not real life. And I think what Murder's touching on is really important. Is like you can ignore, and that that's the downside of almost like that side of it where we we it's tough to like articulate as you say. Yeah, it's, it's not you a downside, want to, you want but... to normalize all body shapes, but you also want to be honest about the potential health side. So obviously, my degree is in nutrition, and like whether you like it or not, the research at much higher body weights, especially. Is, is obviously indicative of like much shorter life expectancy, much poorer quality of life, which is perhaps even more important than yeah. life expectancy yeah. and all those things. And and, and that, that bit almost matters like more in terms of like the health bit is like you want someone to have a really good quality of life and be comfortable, but it's certainly not, um, it's not a, a dig at that or any of that side of it because obviously we, no matter what size or shape or weight, like we are always going to encourage positive body image. Yeah. And that's the thing that, and that stays through whether you are in incredible, like what people consider like incredible shape, incredibly lean, all the rest of it, or you're just at the start of your weight loss journey and you're, you, you want to lose quite a significant amount of weight, your body image still matters. But I would agree with that. I sometimes think what it can become is like, like oh it's absolutely fine it's like it is absolutely fine we don't want to be negative about this but we also have to be pragmatic like if it's impacting your health you do need to tackle it when you've got someone who is like out of breath and walking up the stairs like it's fine to be really positive about body image but that's also not healthy in other ways and and we do not all the time but we do obviously have conversations where someone's like oh actually like my weight is now starting to cause me issues here it's starting to call me cause me health concerns because my blood pressure is too high my doctor's concerned and now i'm stressed about it so it's that nice mix of like we want to start that journey they maybe know that okay i want to lose a bit of weight you want to start in a positive place but also a pragmatic place as well so that's quite an interesting one that is a bit more of a not controversial ah, but i didn't see that going this way but because it's it's like i think it's important to kind of go on both sides as we started saying we're like it's a brilliant movement i'm honestly all for it but i think it is again on the flip side it's good to look at that like the the point we i kind of said to start with where each it's good to have like a block for each client each individual where you might not for years need to you know look at deficit or look at your diet and if you're happy in your body as it is great like train move you know kind of enjoy that and then it might come a time where you're like you know what 
things are getting a wee bit tougher as you say and a wee bit more out of breath can't keep up with the kids as much and when these points start to hit then it is great to be like you know what i was really accepted my body for years and glad for what it can do yeah and it's done these and amazing then, things like allow me to have kids and look after yeah, all them that and raise stuff. them all these really more important than the way we look totally things. so I, I just want to like overstress that point where again it's not if you're not on a diet you shouldn't be like you should accepting be, your body yeah, it's something yeah. that I, I really want to make clear that's not my point i'm hitting on but i think it's interesting just to explore interesting the kind of the, the kind of either so side of that and the last bit of kind of social media just to look at the, like not pros and cons but i think either side of the coin is important to yeah. obviously hence why we've got a podcast episode on it to go over each side of it and explain what it can look for either yeah, way 100%. and let's go the other way now so how about all the social media content that makes you just want to diet all the bloody time yeah because i think again like it's something that you can't every like baking or every cooking recipe has to have like one cow spray it has to be you know protein, protein brownies. brownies and i'm sorry i'm just gonna i'm just gonna fire it out here or in on average there are some good good things but how many like how many protein based like tray bakes have you had that are good like like edible yes like close to the real thing no, no. like okay yeah. fine like if it gets you a bit more proteins and if you're dieting it's and it's your goal like fine like again, again it's completely individual accept it for what you want to do some people love doing that kind of stuff sometimes it's been kind of the majority of the times it's so much better just to have the and normal fucking brownie well. and yeah. have the have the kind of knowledge and this is where I, th- I think it's it's interesting point to bring up because some people will again like kind of rest on that where if they're just having like protein things locale things they're not really enjoying that diet process because it's no, gone expiring but, but they're not willing to almost to find that balance yet that's almost a stage isn't it yeah you, but you're in that place of like you're eating all those things because it's like that health bias but you've not maybe found quite where you the life want. balance yeah and as, life i was going to say it's got that expiry date on it where you're just going to you know once you run out of steam on this or oh, low calorie things are starting to taste shit like i'm not enjoying this then guess what you revert back to what your you know your 10 week prior diet yeah, was yeah, which is in a maintenance or surplus and then you kind of go back on your goals i think it's a good point that there needs to be a chat and a balance struck where you should in my opinion we try and really recommend all clients enjoy the normal foods they have on the diet everybody's got a diet sometimes things just need tidied up they're optimized so i would really preach from the high heavens on that one again that kind of feeds into the body kind of acceptance and kind of more so body image where it affects that greatly where if you feel like you're having to restrict things and you feel like you're always knocking your confidence by not having this not having that not enjoying it then it's not going to be sustainable so yeah, yeah i don't know what your views are on the same yeah but I, think I mean i think i think almost like what i was alluding to as well is like that there's this there's obviously there's two sides to it where we've talked about like okay there's a health at every size mo- movement which is which is great in principle and we've talked about obviously the pros and cons of that like it's all well and good to say and it's fantastic to have might be positive about body image but there's the other side of this where sometimes it's impacting people's health and like health at every size tends to ignore some of the evidence that that is to the contrary of it of like being too heavy does have an impact on your health but then there's the other side of it which is like the chronic diet party which is like there's on and this it's difficult because I think I, I, I find this certainly in my social media and have found it before is you go onto certain um, Instagram profiles and stuff and what you see is you see these amazing body transformations which is great but what you sometimes see is people repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly dieting. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with this is is those people, typically when you see them because of obviously what they're sharing as their success story is you see them in great shape <laughs> but what you're not thinking about is 
that is the fifth, the sixth, the seventh time they've dieted. Now, this is where it gets a bit tricky because that actually might be okay. Yeah. That might be okay if you are someone who keeps in fairly good shape, you do a small eight-week diet and you're quite happy in yourself and you're quite happy to just diet a bit harder so you know you look great for Ibiza. Fine. Again, individual goal, yeah. But the problem sometimes becomes is like, when you are like, you know, I, I almost heard it in a different context with like sort of personal training business and being like from personal trainers just keep posting like themselves doing basically the same thing. They gain a bit of weight, lose a bit of weight, gain a bit of weight, lose a bit of weight. And it's like, is that actually potentially a good thing for that personal trainer to be displaying? Now, don't get me wrong, like we're all going to have to die at some point. Like it's, you're going to have to die again at some point. It might not be major. You should usually just do one big diet and hopefully if you're a good place, do minor diets after that. But my point is more like it, you can become, it can become cyclical. Like every year you're like, oh, I've got a holiday, right? I need to do a really harsh diet to get extremely lean. And that this is the other side of social media is that it can, you can think that being extremely lean and having like a six pack or abs is is normal, but like the percentage of the population that is even within healthy weight ranges is what thirty ish percent. Yeah. Like so, the population that wanders around with abs year round is minuscule. Yeah. Like, is, emphasis I, I on year round as well, where like as Cameron said, like you'll get the people that will die aggressively to yeah. show them off, but yeah. year round, I think there again has to be that like struck balance. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. a good point where you're always kind of again like forecasting the social media like there's you know any workout video you've seen the guy's got his tops off the girls in our sports brand you know just showing off like again what they've worked hard for great but like it's not i don't think it's a true representation of what should be for 90 90% of the population it's not what that, necessarily achievable that's no it's not achievable. The, the problem is is it's like that ability sustainability right isn't totally. it it's like almost yeah. anyone can get in that kind of shape we've helped clients get into that kind of shape like I've been in pretty good shape myself at times. Murdo's been in really good shape at, at, at times as well. And and like that in, in the objective social media sense of it. But what, what can be a bit dangerous is it starts to skew your expectations. So you might you might be well on your way to that kind of shape. That's great. But the, but the difference between being that person who is like maybe that extra three, four, five kilos lighter and that extra bit leaner, you know, really able to see your defined abs, etc. The extra work that goes into that is bonkers now murder and i did a a kind of like a bit of a photo shoot earlier this year where we got in much better shape and stuff and both of us talked about we would potentially do like do it again and push a little bit farther the next time but for both of us we both accept and know that that would take a lot more effort like our our initial dieting stage was quite successful both lost about six or seven kilos um, or five or six kilos and got much better shape felt really good for it because it wasn't too hard as a diet we were both doing some endurance stuff and that was fine but the thing that you have to be cognizant of is that it can take a lot of effort to yeah. get there. And if you are doing an office job or you've got stress in your life or you're a parent and blah, 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 you can get in really good shape. But what you need to watch is you don't set your expectations so high. And, and an example of this would be, right, if I, I've never played tennis before, and like if I randomly picked up tennis and I expected within three months to be the best tennis player or as good as the best tennis player on the court, you'd be like, well, that's not realistic. But with body stuff, that happens the same. Oh, I'm going to look like this person who's trained for seven years, has dieted multiple yeah, times, stays pretty lean year round. Like they can see their abs anyway, but then they do an eight week diet for Ibiza where they look incredibly lean. That's the danger. And, and sometimes what that can lead to is you go on social media, you're you're in your maintenance phase, which is the hardest part, I think, of anything. People often diet successfully, but then in maintenance struggle because they just think, oh, I need to go back to diet. I need to, I need to keep dieting. I must keep getting leaner. And what happens, you go on social media, you see someone who's really lean on their holiday, whatever it is, we'll just pick diabetes, so we'll just roll with it. 
and all of a sudden you start to feel this pressure or like oh, I should do that you suddenly have you feel motivated to go and do that but really look at why you're being motivated yeah. you've compared yourself to someone else you know nothing about them nothing about where they are right now and you think right I'm gonna go do that thing and that that's the danger of social media on the other side of it is that you feel a chronic need to diet to get leaner or to be leaner than you are rather than accepting kind of where you are or even maybe like for example right if you have a if you were trying to get a client in really good shape a lot of the time what you'll do is you'll get them to diet down a little bit get leaner and then the next best thing after you've gotten leaner is to gain a bit of muscle and then eventually maybe to get a bit leaner again because when they've got that extra three four kilos of muscle they can look amazing and they don't have to be a crazy like body weight because yeah. you'll know that i mean this is something we talk about and this is maybe a different podcast it's like one of the problems is is if you're really under muscled as in you don't have a lot of muscle mass your body weight has to be so low to be in really good shape yeah. you know you want to look really lean and the problem is you now weigh the same as like a twig and, and and you're having really low calories to get there and it's really tough whereas with an extra few kilos of muscle it's it's that little bit yeah. easier to get to so this is one of the things i wanted to talk about as well it's like in terms of social media as murders talked about like one side of it where it can almost demotivate people and people are like oh it's fine when they're actually maybe not comfortable and it can I can feel like your opinion's being invalidated because you feel like, oh, I want to lose weight, but because this says I should be comfortable at this body weight, I like I must do that. Like it, there's a balance here. The same works here, but it works in reverse. If you are not, if you are not happy with where you are, like that's absolutely fine. But there's also an element of like at some point you need to stop dieting, yeah. right? I at think, some point you have to. I think like circling back to your your kind of first few points there as well with like kind of comparison to these guys or girls that are going out in ridiculous shape to hashtag Ibiza is the, the cliche of kind of comparing your chapter whatever one or two to their like chapter 200 10. 300 yeah, where exactly. they've as you said like they might have trained for years you don't know their and, expectations and potentially been through multiple diets yeah, as well so, so they, they they're already they've already got they're better at dieting they know to track yeah. calories they and then what happens sometimes as well if they are in a good place which you don't always know um, and hopefully they're More not seen, often not which often, they're often not to be honest because um, some people feel a need they're so under pressure because they're like a personal trainer that they have to have abs year round because that's the expectation they have in their head of what a good or healthy like body is but you can end up with that classic thing of like they, they sometimes like they stay quite lean anyway so when they're doing this Ibiza diet it's only only three or four kilos they're actually losing because yeah. you're already quite lean yeah and I think like on that it's it's really important to just kind of round off this first kind of wee point we have on social media and kind of the body acceptance is just to so long as you're happy in what you're doing that can be a, a diet phase that could be a maintenance phase that could be a you know just surviving phase where you know everyone's got different things going on in life and different stresses so if the thing that makes you happy is going for a walk a couple times a week great you don't need to diet at that point you don't need to look at things that is obviously you don't need to said, train like they're training yeah. you don't have to diet so like they're i think dieting. that's like a, yeah. a good point to kind of round off on our first kind of yeah. um, topic there we were going to move on to um like kind of takeaway tips and tricks if anything to kind of work yeah, on body so image there's, and there's there's two points i have actually that tie into the social media point one is be aware be self-aware of how it's influencing you so really simply if murder is trying to maintain right now his weight what is not useful is for murder to be seeing loads of ridiculously lean shredded photos of people like who are doing lots of dieting if if, if murder has a hundred accounts and all 90 of them are all doing that he will probably be then influenced to feel a pressure to diet yeah. right so practical tip is one is it's okay to unfollow or even mute 
stories where people are talking about dieting, 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 if you're not doing that, in the same way, it might be also be acceptable if someone keeps going on about why you shouldn't diet, because there's a thing called anti-diet movement where, and, and understandably, people are trying to get people away from chronic dieting, because we also do that, but there's different ways of approaching that. Same idea, if murder's trying to lose weight and someone keeps harping on about why diet's terrible, murder probably shouldn't be, should mute yeah. them for some yeah. time, right? And the, and the second thing on top of like obviously the first thing being like just be conscious of who you're following and if it's and Good right point. now yeah. if it's if it's maybe triggering you or you're you're self aware it's influencing you really to feel point. a pressure yeah. to take a step away. Because sorry to interrupt you there, but I think like it's something that's a, a very important thing to say if you because everyone's got these like fit chick models that they follow and adore and want to be like, but it, it's again like a completely individual situation where if that's making you feel guilt and if that's making you feel like almost pressure. anti and the oh, pressure, I, to do I think it's a really yeah. important thing to mute. You can just take a break from that and see the difference it makes to your mindset on it. It's a very important point. Yeah. yeah. And the second t- tip as well is be conscious of your comparison. If you find yourself being like looking at people, and I, I did this when I was younger because I was trying to gain muscle, looking at people and be like, I want to look like that. Nothing wrong with having a role model too in that sense where you can kind of, you know, yeah. aim towards it or have something to push you. But yeah, your point is yeah, the, going to be... The, the, the point of it is, is like, it's almost like, as Murder said, that can be useful, but where it can also be really detrimental is you'll just compare yourself. And what's really difficult is, if you think about it, like, if you've ever played a sport, right? I mean, Murder play, played a lot of sport and stuff. You don't compare yourself to someone who's just a wee bit better. You don't look on your, your sports team and be like, oh, I'm going to be as good as the guy who's slightly better than me. What you do is you compare yourself to, like, Cristiano Ronaldo or something. Or, or you know what I mean? You compare yourself to, like, someone who's unbelievably good. Yeah. And, and that's the inherent problem as well is think of that it's not useful so I, the other thing I would say is if you're saying things like oh they're body goals and you're sending it to your friends and oh like hashtag body like goals this. yeah like stop because it's not bloody useful no. like it is I would say it's 90% harmful 10% useful like it is, it is really not good and it, and it is that thing because even if you did suddenly become like get in much better shape like staying with the football analogy for whatever reason I've used football today like you, you, you're not going to even if you get a bit better at football you're still going to be like rubbish in comparison to that thing so it's that same thing is try not to that's point one is watch um kind of what type of content not just a person but what type of content lots of dieting content will influence you to diet lots of anti-diet will influence you not to there's other kind of obviously types of content and the second thing would just be to kind of if you possibly can try and make sure you're not comparing or trying to be like oh i'm trying to be like so and so so that's the social media side of it so what we're going to do guys is we're going to round up there on that one and in the next episode we're just going to touch on the next couple of subjects those next two subjects are going to be um, probably best if I read my handwriting if you want yeah is, is, <laughs> so I'm reading Murder's handwriting is to how to work on improving body image um, and the analogy of uh, kind of speaking to your friends as you want to speak to yourself to improve body image as well as talking about body checking and comparison so hopefully that was a kind of nice touch on introducing you to some of the thoughts around body image about why as coaches we were quite considerate and we want to be careful about how we approach it and make sure you've got positive body image whilst we diet or indeed are not dieting and then also talking about social media and some tips and tricks for handling that speak to you soon